Welcome to another episode of Married with Video Games. I'm your host, Matthew. I'm your host, Christina. We're back, guys. Yes. Uh, and uh, this one I never expected to get to a Married with Video Games episode, if I'm being honest with you. It's mostly going to be you talking at this point. That's okay. I mean, you can throw your input on it as we're... Because you, you watched all the boss fights at the bare minimum. I did not watch the last one. The last one was not even a real boss fight. I know. Uh, Demon Souls for the PS5. Yes, PS5's <laughs> version of Demon Souls made by Blue Point Games. Uh, I'll give a quick synopsis here, everybody, and we can jump into this a little bit. So, uh, Demon Souls takes place in the kingdom of Volteria, which is engulfed in a magical fog with demons running amok. You, the player, are tasked with slaying the five archdemons and luring the old one back into his slumber. The original Demon Souls came out on the PS3 in 2009, and might I add, I played the original Demon Souls when it came out and did not get very far. And in fact, I... Got about the same distance when you first saw me play the game than I did when the original PS1, PS3 one came out. And now you saw me saw the ending and me beat it. Yes, and now you're playing the new game plus. It's really good. I'm so happy I'm finally playing, like, really playing through this game. I've Demon's Souls, everybody, is the original of the series. So it Demon's Souls is the one that... You're adjusting something. I can't hear myself anymore. You can't hear yourself anymore? No. Oh, good. Technical difficulties. Hold, please. All right, we're back. We're back. The <laughs> crisis averted. <laughs> so I played the original one, and this is the predecessor to all the Dark Souls and Bloodborne, and it, it sparked a whole lot of different genres. We'll get into that a little bit later, but let's go through the uh, reviews from the different websites, Metacritic and all that stuff, and we can jump into the game a little bit. Okay, I have to set up because... Someone is kicking me in the ribs from the inside. Mm. <laughs> it's fun. Being pregnant is fun. Um, oh, that's someone driving outside. So, reviews. Metacritic. This is the PS5 version. This is not the original on the PS3. 92 from critics. 8.0 from users. That seems about right. Yes, so we'll jump into that a little bit when we give quote-unquote negatives. Yes. When I give quote-unquote negatives. <laughs> Don't ruin the surprise. <laughs> go, wait, go ahead. Go do the positive <laughs> review and we'll kind of cover it. <laughs> uh, so for the positive review, I went to IGN. The real stars of the show here, though, are the litany of smaller quality of life upgrades that make me never want to even think of going back to Demon Souls on the PS3. The long list includes the addition of a tool belt that lets you equip up to four situationally useful items and a sub-menu that's accessible with the touchpad. The ability to use, is it arc stones or arch stones? Uh, I call them arc stones, but arch stones is also fine. Okay. Uh, ability to use arc stones like a bonfire and reset the enemies without having to go back to the nexus. Being able to see the durability of your weapon in the HUD. Being able to see what the next item you have equipped is, and all of this is on top of a much cleaner and more intuitive menu UI that sacrifices some of the original's unique visual style in favor of simplicity and readability. I attempted to look for negative reviews 
but all of the negative things I could find anywhere were just nitpicks, like person, reviewer by reviewer. So Push Square didn't like the new look of the user interface, which IGN kind of made that little comment there. And then Kotaku didn't like the music in one of the areas. Like there wasn't any like outright uh, combat is terrible or anything like that. It was just like little nitpicks here and there from critics. So this game makes it seem like when you see it and you watch people play, it looks like it's very user friendly, that it's very easy mm-hmm. and it's like a simple, clean action RPG. It is not. It is very difficult. You have to be so precise in how you aim and how you're looking and how you shoot. And per- and combat scenarios, yes. you have to learn the mechanics. You have to go through everything. And we'll cover a little bit more of this, but this is why you'll see the disparity between the actual reviewers and the users. You are a dedicated fan to something like this. This is not a game for everyone. And I don't even mean to... I understand that games these days are a lot more open and a lot more people can play them that couldn't before. And I feel like these games could use some more accessibility features, like maybe a colorblind mode for people who are colorblind but enjoy something like this. Right. Stuff like this. But there's no easy mode. There's no easy, medium, hard. If you cannot play this game you're stuck watching somebody play it returnal was like that too there was no easy normal hard it was just you play yeah this is the game yes this is the difficulty get used to it or die yeah (laughs) games like that are not for everyone no but demon souls is not the first hard game to ever be made but i i'm gonna make a big argument and statement here that this is the first this this game sparked a genre where there was a lot of sequels, mm-hmm. all the Dark Souls series, all the uh, Blood, oh, the Bloodborne, those are all sequels to this game. And, well, obviously this is a remake of the original. On top of that, we have games like Neo and Neo 2, which are offshoots of a game like this. And there's a lot of mobile games that are trying to imitate this kind of gameplay. It kind of reinvigorated that genre of difficulty. It's a Souls-like game. This is where the Souls-like came yes. from. If you hear a game, our there's dog... There's a dog <laughs> just oofing in the background. Do you have something to say? You want to get on the mic, sir? Are you complaining about this game being very difficult? Yes. Is that what it is? Do we need to pause and let you outside? Yes? Okay. We're going to okay. pause real quick. More technical <laughs> difficulties, everybody. Dog difficulties. Okay, All we're right. back. <laughs> Crisis averted again. This time the dog is free to bark outside. You'll probably hear him through the open window. He is the oof woof. Yes. The bark king. Yes. Anyway, mm-hmm. as we were saying, this game is where you hear souls like from. This is what it created because the genre is so popular because of this game. And the remake was fantastic. There mm-hmm. are some stuff that they've changed that they kept from the original in this one that I wish they got rid of. But like? So, the newer games have things called like Estus flasks, which are little flasks that refill your health. You have a limited number of them. Every time you go to a bonfire, they refill. This one, I have to collect herbs to heal myself. Oh, yeah. You collect items to refill your magic, but you had to do that in the other one as well. But it was just one less item you didn't really have to think about. You found more as you played through the game. 
I think you got up to five, six, seven later on in the game. But when you start out, you had three. And that just made it part of the difficulty of the game. But you didn't have to think about finding health, a health yes. resource. It was always there. Okay. That would be a lot nicer. Stuff like that. Uh, there's a lot of changes in this one. This one's a lot more blocking based than the other ones. I'd say the original Dark Souls is in one and two are block based. But Bloodborne is where you kind of were more agility based. Moving around, dodging a lot more. Lots of rolling to avoid attacks. Yeah, they kind of implemented that in this one because that's more... Where the genre's gone since... Yes, but it's not... 2009. There, I found playing this one, the bosses were not as difficult as I was expecting them to be. But I also played Returnal. Returnal really really made you pay attention better at a game like this yeah, i feel like because you really have to pay attention to returnal every little area something's trying to kill you and you have to dodge duck weave and bend through so this one when they're slowly lumbering at me and doing stuff i'd still get hit but not as frequently yeah and i made that comment to you while you were playing at one point about you know returnal made you better and control even helped too where like you have to constantly be moving and shooting yeah at your enemy control was a lot of that so little background story of this i got this game she my wife bought it for, for me your birthday for my birthday in november <laughs> when the game came out i played through up to the second boss and just lost and i was like i i'm already getting angry i'm gonna put this down and then i started playing a different game i don't remember which one I started playing something else because we already played through Spider-Man at this point. Bug snacks? It may have been. It, something <laughs> else came out and we were playing that and I never really jumped back into it. I was looking for something to jump back into. So I looked up online the easiest starting point for this game and I found what class to play, what to do, and I just kind of looked it up and I said, I want to play this game. I want to enjoy it. And that's how I did it and I, it worked their advice helped me a lot to get into the game and i'm if i was going to play it again i'd make a different class and try a little bit more difficult but they gave you the easiest build to start the game with and they weren't incorrect with that i believe it was immortals phoenix rising oh immortals was so good uh and nope never mind i'm looking back at all of our podcasts um no, Bug Snacks was before Spider-Man. Yeah, so it was Immortals Phoenix Rising is what we played instead. That was a good game. Because we both, I played a lot of it, and then you were like, I need my own game. So then we were both simultaneously playing it at the and same time. And then we played time. different areas, but we both finished it, so. Yeah, but that's what took us away from Demon, Demon Souls. Souls. <laughs> yep. But I bet, I played through it, I beat it. I and... Yesterday, I'm working in the office, and you're like, I beat the game! Well... <laughs> You get to this, the last, last quote-unquote boss is not really a boss. It is this little slow-moving thing that I literally shot with magic from a distance, and it dies. And then you make a decision, and then you get the end of the game. Okay. That's really what it is. Way to spoil it for me, because oh, I didn't watch geez. it. <laughs> if I move through New Game Plus, you probably see it. I know. If I go for some achievements in it. I don't know if I really want to. Yes. So do we want to talk about the story? Yeah, we'll jump into the story. So the Souls-like games don't necessarily tell you a straightforward story. This one does more than the Dark Souls ones. But this game is more about experiencing the world that you're in and piecing together the story. Now, if you want to go to its Wikipedia, it has the entirety of the story because the fans obsess 
about figuring out every last detail of this story and who the characters are in this world and what happened and what's going on. And they piece that entire story together for you. So if you're not the type of person that wants to try to figure out the story, you literally can go to the Wikipedia and read it verbatim. Are you looking it up right now? No, I'm going to go look at how many fanfics there are. Oh, is there actual fanfictions for this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, there's only 40 stories in Demon Souls on Archive of Our Own. Oh, yeah, well, that's not too bad. That's not bad. So, but <laughs> let me just really quickly, part of the story is you experiencing and learning the world by playing the game more than actually them telling you a story as you're playing. They kind of give you a beginning and an end, but what else, everything else that happens, you kind of don't really know. The, what, what I can tell you is that this creature called the Old One was awoken by these this ability called Soul Arts. What happens with these Soul Arts is the magic in the world of the world and being able to collect souls. Mm-hmm. They, on a whim, woke up this demon that will end the world. Excellent. And just utterly destroy this kingdom. You, as this person entering the kingdom, are slain and you're trapped in this area called the Nexus. You are then tasked to slay these five overarching demons to lull this old one back into sleep. That is pretty much the story that they leave you with. What you find out in the overall world is that this kingdom was brought around and that they kept these soul arts alive but you and all this stuff if you decide for the good ending soul arts are lost but you are protecting the kingdom now as a demon slayer as this really overly that's what you are you're known as the demon slayer (laughs) at the end of it i know i know but that is what you're known as at the end of it and you're what's protecting the kingdom on the good ending uh bad ending is you uh don't put the old one back to sleep and you succumb to power and you destroy the world with the deep the old one and become a big old demon that helps destroy the world. Excellent. Yeah, you get the two. You, that's basically your choices. What happens in all these different worlds? You kind of you can see the destruction and the aftermath of this overarching area of kingdom through these various arc stones that take you to different areas of the kingdom. That's pretty much it. So the world is all linked together, but you don't walk between worlds technically you do but you do it through this central area called the nexus yeah and you basically quote-unquote warp i would say yeah you warp to these arc stones and you you touch them and you go to these worlds or different areas of those worlds once you beat bosses it unlocks new areas to warp to Mm -hmm. the other thing that i liked about the newer games that this one doesn't have is they have bonfires that you can find in between boss fights Mm -hmm. so you have rest areas in between from point a to point b so you don't have to get all the way to the boss to find a save area i do remember that from when you played bloodborne bloodborne also has a lot more um shortcut openings so you there might only be one bonfire or warp stone point but you have you unlock a short path a shortcut to an area that you went to so you can get somewhere else quicker Mm mm-hmm which was also really nice. This one has some shortcuts, but not really. This was, again, this is the predecessor to all the other ones. They really didn't take too many liberties in changing much in this game. It's mm-hmm. pretty much the original game. Gorgeous graphics. Low time is yes, really fast. Yes, Two to five seconds. No more than five seconds anywhere it's that I saw. It's so good. Unless you got that gl- glitch of when you were trying to start 
There's a glitch in the PlayStation 5 where if you start the game, it'll just stay on the loading screen, close the game, turn off the console, with just go to the menu, turn off system, turn it back on, and the glitch goes away. Yes. I don't know what causes it. It's a little annoying, but it's a, a minute fix. Yeah, that's the only quote-unquote load time that was terrible. Otherwise, if you're in the Nexus and you pick a world to go to... Three seconds. And going back to the Nexus, same thing. Yep. Super quick. It's Everything amazing. Everything goes in. It's smooth. They've added some cool environmental things, but and it's a little bit brighter than I remember. But then again, 2009 in the PS3 versus the color palette you can get on a 4K TV. Right. And were you playing in the performance mode or the... I, you know, I probably did I didn't even check. Okay. So whatever the default is. Okay. I don't know what that is because nah. I never even looked. If there is a... I would... And this is one of the few games where I would per, prefer to have 60 frames than have the better looking graphics. I think you did go in and toggle it to 60 FPS. Because this one, it's precision based. Yeah. It's like Returnal. You want that precision over your you need it absolutely need it gameplay we kind of didn't really talk about it it is an action rpg and it's over the shoulder you get swords maces daggers large swords bows different of different size crossbows magic different shields different types of armor sets it very much fits a genre of an action art adventure game where you you collect different armor pieces to get you know special defenses, different types of shield that the weapons and shields you can level up to make them more powerful. You can get all sorts of cool stuff that way. Someone is just I'm making a face at Matthew right now because someone is just like spread eagle. <laughs> it's and it's not me, everybody. No. Okay, they stopped. We're good. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> and so it's very precision based. You have to, like I said earlier, you have to learn patterns. Even the most basic enemies can kill you in this game if you're not careful. So learning their, learning the environments you're in, falling off, you can pretty much fall off any side, so you can die from falling. It happens very frequently. Very frequently, yes. Uh, outside of that, that's pretty much, there's a leveling system. There's mechanic is souls. So you collect souls and you use them as a currency. You can turn them in, uh, for, like I said, for leveling up your character. You can turn them in to buy items, to buy armor, to upgrade. You need this. That's what you need souls for. Mm-hmm. There's also these different types of materials you'll find for different weapons and you can use them to level up your weapons. Outside of that, there's not really anything overly special that you need to do it's just all there pick and choose and go Mm -hmm. absolutely love it the other thing i will recommend to people if you're playing this for the first time or any of these series for the first time look up a guide on how to level up your character you can really mess up your game if you don't level up your character properly well that was a lot of your problem with playing it initially you you know built your character and then it didn't work for the second boss whatsoever it was that was also me just being super inexperienced and That's not true. having played these other games in <laughs> that is one also in a true. while because I had played Dark Souls three a few years prior a year or so prior and I had played Bloodborne well earlier than that. Yeah, that was right after we got married, I think. 
So I played a lot of those games earlier, and I haven't played a game like that in a while. So it was me jumping into it going, oh, I can handle this, and I couldn't handle it, just being 100% honest. So choosing the right build, look up online at first before you just jump in and do something like that. Certain items require a certain amount of strength or dexterity or magic level or something to wield items. And then you have weight limits. So you, if you're holding too much, you're going to be slowed down or you can't roll properly or send items back to your storage because you can't hold any more of something. That was one of the positive things that one of the reviews I read said was, you know, if you're at your weight limit, you can just send it to storage. There's no need to travel back to the Nexus like there was in the original, original version. To get the item. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it just goes to your storage, which is super nice because you fill up your inventory really fast. Very quickly. All in all, guys, worth your time. If you're into a game like this, don't jump in and say, oh, Matt Matt recommended this game. It must be good. It's <laughs> very good if you are into a game where you, you will struggle, but you'll learn from each boss experience and get better over time. Do you want to talk about how you slightly cheated towards the end? Oh, by slightly <laughs> cheated, I always... So what happened if you have a few seconds after you die... Where you can leave the game and come back in and you will not have lost your souls or lost your your health. Yes, so you would be in the midst of dying. You'd hit the PlayStation button to go out to the menu. Close Demon Souls. You have about three seconds to do this, mind you. And then go back in and then it would take you to the last like automatic save point, point, which was usually like, I don't know, 10 or 15 seconds before you died. Yes, or right outside of a boss room. Yes. So I did that a couple times when a boss would crush my face in so I wouldn't have died a hundred times. The other way they recommend doing it is just dying in the Nexus. There is a light and dark system in this game. So if you live or if you win a whole bunch, the worlds get easier, but you get worse loot and you get less souls. If it goes the other way where you die a lot, it actually gets harder, which is funny. If you die a lot, it gets harder, mm-hmm. but you get more souls and you uh, you get better item drops. That's the point of going white or black tendency. So it's kind of like when you're farther behind in Mario Kart, you get the better items from the question marks. Yes, but it's To still, try to help you. You try to catch up, but it's still harder where you yes. are because you're in the pack or trying to get back into the pack. Yep. It's the same kind of concept. It's it's counterintuitive if you think about it, though, because yes. you're like, oh, I'm dying a lot. We're going to make the game harder. Yes. It doesn't get so much harder that you can't handle it, but it does get more difficult. And things change the lighter or darker the world gets. Uh, enemies that are fr- or NPCs that are friendly toward you become not friendly and vice versa. Oh. Based on the world tendency. Okay. I did not know that. You played a lot of this game without me watching. You caught every boss fight. Except for the one that you say you didn't see, yeah, which the is very last one. the non-boss because fight. Because I was working and you just said, I made the game. I didn't realize that. I thought there was going to be an actual <laughs> boss after that. No. no. I thought something else was going to happen where I'd go, oh, you got to come out here. No. That, it, it's okay. I forgive you. But Thank yeah, you. this this was very much a game you, and I think you said this at the beginning, but forgive me. You just wanted something to kind of keep you occupied while I'm, you know still working yeah i don't necessarily Uh, need to be watching that i mowed the lawn did all my other chores and i'm like well i'm gonna play something now that's basically what it is because we've built the nursery we don't have a lot left to do before baby gets here 
Yes. Other than making sure baby gets here. Yes. So we're just kind of waiting, everybody. Just hanging out, doing whatever. It's great. All right. From what you saw, what would you rate this game? From someone who watched you play, I would give it an eight. Okay. There's, I like storylines, plot lines. I like the fact that this one wasn't super story heavy unless you were really looking for it. But to sit and watch was kind of boring sometimes. Like there were a couple nights where I did kind of fall asleep on the couch. Granted, I am also 35 weeks pregnant. There's a thing with this game. I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> interrupting you here. You have to move cautiously. Yes. You can't just barrel into every situation. Yes. It's not, it's action oriented, but you're not head rushing into every situation. Correct. Because you'll fall off an edge. Yes. Or there'll be an enemy around a corner that you don't see and he'll hit you in the back and kill you right away. Yeah, it's very precise. You have to be very careful. So it's almost like a slow and methodical game to watch, even though it is, quote unquote, an action RPG. Mm -hmm. This is all, again, from the watching perspective. But like the boss fights are entertaining when you come up against like a harder or like a mini boss. Mm -hmm. Those are also entertaining. Some of the filler stuff is kind of... Eh, hit or miss for watching, but I'd give it a solid eight for watching. I love this kind of stuff. <laughs> like playing Returnal, like doing these other things. I absolutely love these things. So uh, for me, it's a 9.5. Yeah, I give this game a 9.5. For someone like me, this really was a profound game when it came out. I really loved the series, even though I was very bad at it. Even though you didn't get very far in the game. No, I always wanted this game. I wanted Castlevania to follow this vein of game. This is what I wanted Castlevania series to evolve into, and it never did. It went more of the heavy-paced, action-oriented hack-and-slash versus this one, which is you know the RPG element of it. And Castlevania had an RPG element before and kind of went away from that, gotcha. which was very disappointing because it could do a Castlevania version of Demon Souls would be the coolest freaking game <laughs> on the entire planet. I'm still holding out hope. It probably will never happen, but I'll take it. Reverse that. Demon Souls version of Castlevania. Is that what you meant to say? No, a Castlevania iteration. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. A Demon Souls like. A Souls-like version there you go. Of, Souls -like. <laughs> of Castlevania yes. would be a sweet game. Mm -hmm. My brain has exploded. But it's, if you like a game like this, it's awesome. Don't jump into it and expect a hand-holding fun time. There, Like you said, there's no difficulty setting. It's just hard. Yes. But it's very enjoyable if it's, if it's something that you can get yourself into. So uh, what game do you guys want us to play next, huh? Uh, you can reach out to us at Gaming Marriage or as on Twitter or GamingMarriage at gmail.com. We uh, want to hear from you. We want to know what other games, even though we got two more on the docket coming up. We do. We haven't played the Final Fantasy expansion in a hot second, but that's okay. That one won't take that no. long. We'll, we'll play through that one and we're going to play, uh, finish up Ratchet and Clank and get the uh, A Rift Apart a review out to you guys. Yes. Uh, heads up. It's real good. It is. Everything's been really good. The games we've been playing lately have been pretty top quality. We we just haven't had a ton of time to sit and play through a game. Demon Souls I got through pretty quick because I had time to just sit down and play. There were a lot of afternoons, afternoons where you just played for like three solid hours. Yeah, so I, I got to get through it pretty quick. Versus, we don't 
I don't usually play games like that anymore. We get no. an hour here, hour there. But we're almost done with Ratchet and Clank, and then Final Fantasy won't take too long. But we want to try to get those out before Baby gets here. So Oh, that'll be easy. Sooner than later. For sure. All right, everybody. Uh, hopefully we hear from you soon. Have a good one. Bye.